Hello and welcome to the Top Story, a podcast that brings you the headlines of the day with the help of our correspondents from around the world. I'm Xiju. Coming up in this edition, UN nuclear watchdog chief Rafael Grossi is in Japan to present findings after reviewing the country's plan to release nuclear wastewater into the sea. At least 10 Palestinians have been killed and about 50 others injured. As Israel launched drone strikes in the West Bank city of Jenin, and France's mayors have held anti-riot rallies, calling for an end to the unrest in the country, amid signs of de-escalation in the violence. We're starting Asia. International Atomic Energy Agency Director General Rafael Grossi has delivered the nuclear watchdog's report on Japan's plan to release nuclear wastewater from the Fukushima nuclear power plant into the sea. Grossi says the assessment is not an endorsement, but it finds the Japanese plan consistent with international safety standards. Rebecca Bondon has more from Tokyo. Following its safety review, the final report, the final conclusion is that the plan is in conformity with international standards. But he says that ultimately it's up to the Japanese government, of course, to make the decision on whether it goes ahead with the plan. He d- did point out, he did clarify that, that that that's not something that's up to the、uh, International Atomic Energy Agency. That's not its role. But he also talked about the fact that should. Japan decide to go ahead with this plan to release that wastewater from the plant. That the IEA very much wants to be there. It wants to have a presence at the plant itself and actually continue to review what's going on to make sure that this is a safe operation.、It、still wants to to play a role in making sure that this is a safe procedure,、uh, given the the controversy around it and all those concerns that are ongoing. That was Rebecca Bandung reporting in Tokyo. China has urged both Japan and the IAEA to act in a responsible manner over Japan's water discharge plan. Huang Yue has reactions from the foreign ministry. Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesperson Mao Ning said that Japan's decision to discharge the radioactive water into the ocean has aroused widespread international concern. Mao Ning said the International Atomic Energy Agency is at the invitation of the Japanese side, and the scope of the mandate is limited、uh, within the evaluation of the plan itself. So the report is not a, a certificate or the、uh, license for the Japanese side to continue its plan. N- neither can it prove that it's the only way, the safest way, or the Most reliable way to dispose of the water.、Uh, Mao Ning also said that China、uh, once again urges the Japanese side to take the responsibilities for all humankind and the future generations to suspend the plan and to、uh, discuss on other possible options. That was Huang Yue reporting. On to the Middle East. At least ten Palestinians have been killed and about fifty others have been injured as Israel launched drone strikes in the West Bank city of Jenin. This is said to be Israel's biggest operation in 20 years in the West Bank. Noah Harazin reports from Gaza. Hundreds of Palestinians in the Gaza Strip organized a set and protest on Monday, condemning the Israeli military operation on Jenin, a refugee camp in the West Bank. Dozens of officials from Palestinian political factions participated in the protest. 
Hazem Qasim, Hamas's spokesperson in Gaza Strip, expressed his anger at the silence of the international community on the repeated Israeli invasions on Jenin. This large-scale military operation in Jenin is a dangerous escalation against all Palestinian people. The Israeli occupation bears full responsibility for the repercussions of this attack and the resistance there. They will fight this occupation attack with all they can. The demonstrators in Gaza held Palestinian flags and banners of solidarity with Jenin. They chanted slogans calling for an end to the Israeli operation against the camp. We send a message directed to all the silent world about the repeated attacks on the Jenin camp and against the Palestinians in Jenin. Please stop this aggression on our defenseless people and stop this destruction, killings and massacres that take place every day against our Palestinian people in Jenin. Dawood Shahab, the spokesman for the Islamic Jihad movement in Palestine, threatened in a press release on Monday that the Palestinian resistance factions are fully prepared to escalate the conflict if the Israeli military operation on Jenin camp continues. That means firing rockets from the Gaza Strip. This was Israel's second military operation on Jenin in less than two weeks. Before down on Monday, drones targeted an apartment deemed by the Israeli Defense Forces to be terrorist infrastructure. The Israeli army said the house served as a command center for Palestinian militants. That was no harassing in Gaza. Now on to Europe. France's mayors have held anti-riot rallies calling for an end to the unrest in the country. The demonstrations came after the home of the mayor of a Paris suburb was attacked on Monday. Violence erupted after police killed a 17-year-old boy during a traffic stop last week. Ross Cullen reports. Rallying against the rioting, the mayor of Paris and other officials staged a protest of their own on Monday against the ongoing looting and arson in France. We have unreservedly condemned violence and attacks against property and people here. Nothing can justify violence. Over the weekend, the mayor's house in a southern Paris suburb was attacked. A stolen vehicle was rammed into the building, with the politician's wife suffering a broken leg as she fled. An increased police presence was imposed by the government to try to suppress the violence. Officers were sent to the Champs-Élysées in Paris on Saturday to deter people from trying to target businesses on the famous boulevard. It's one of the world's most renowned streets, usually popular with tourists at this time of year. The south of France is also one of the country's most visited areas, but several countries have issued travel advisories following the rioting. China's foreign ministry advised caution to its citizens after a bus carrying Chinese tourists in Marseille had its windows smashed. We once again remind Chinese citizens in France to pay close attention to the local security situation. Go out cautiously, stay away from demonstrations and violent conflict areas and strengthen security precautions. Meanwhile, a certain calm is starting to return to Nanterre, the western suburb of Paris, where 17-year-old Naël was shot dead by police last week. The government will be watching to see how the situation develops. It will be hoping that the de-escalation we saw on Sunday continues. That's Ross Cullen reporting. In Africa, the African Union mission in Somalia has completed its first phase of the troop cutback as it winds down its mission after more than a decade in the country. 
The drawdown is part of the transfer of security responsibilities to Somali security forces ahead of an expected withdrawal by the end of 2024. Mohamed Kair has more. After 16 years of peacekeeping mission in Somalia, the African Union forces are handing over bases to Somali security forces as part of gradual transfer of security responsibilities before exit. A total of seven bases were taken over by Somalis from Atmis. The ongoing process will enable about 2,000 peacekeepers to pull out of the country. We are ready to secure the new bases under our command as we continue taking over other FOBs as per directions from our senior officials like the ones in Warshek, Mirtakwo, Haji Ali, as we look forward to other handovers. With now huge responsibilities on their shoulders and the increasing attacks by armed Shabaab, Somali forces say they will not forget the ultimate sacrifice paid by the African brothers to achieve peace. We know there is nothing that we can pay you guys because you come and share with your blood. And there is no shop that you can go and buy a blood either, human. So thank you on behalf of uh, Somali National Army. ATMIS has provided capacity building and mentorship programs to hundreds of Somali security personnel as mandated during the presence. And with those skills gained, ATMIS officials hope their Somali counterparts are prepared to carry their own responsibilities. I'm sure you provide security to the civilians so that they can uh, trust you and they should get reassurance from you and support you so that you support government to achieve its mandate. The job of the military is to, pro to, 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 to support the political efforts of the government so that the, the, the country can be pacified, made peaceful, stable and also prosperous. Last week, the new Somali army chief assumed the chain of command at defense headquarters. Experts hope for the continuation of ongoing operations against armed group al-Shabaab, which started eight months ago. That was Mohamed Kair in Mogadishu. And finally, in South America, the presidents of four South American countries have been meeting in Argentina as they seek to bolster their regional trade bloc. The leaders of Argentina, Brazil, Paraguay and Uruguay aim to reach a free trade agreement with the European Union. Joe Richards reports from Argentina. Argentina's foreign minister, Santiago Cafiero, underlined the spirit of the trade bloc as regional integration. The group that includes Argentina, Brazil, Paraguay and Uruguay represents more than 60% of South America's population and more than two-thirds of the continent's gross domestic product. This summit brings the presidents from all four Mercosur countries face to face for the first time since 2019 and the focus is firmly on the pending free trade agreement with the European Union. During a recent visit to the region by European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen, Argentinian President Alberto Fernandez said Mercosur wants a deal, but one that addresses the economic imbalances between the two blocs. And in Paris at a finance summit about 10 days ago, Brazilian President Luiz Ignacio Lula da Silva was even more emphatic. I really want to reach an agreement with the European Union, but it's not possible. The latest proposal from the European Union doesn't let us reach an agreement. We will reply, but it's necessary that we start debate. The bloc has been divided by internal disputes. Uruguay has pushed for more flexibility in open trading and even discussed a bilateral free trade agreement with China itself. Yet any free trade deals involving Mercosur nations must be agreed upon by all member states. 
Mercosur's international trade is at a historic high, more than $750 billion in 2022, according to Argentina's foreign ministry. But observers say the region still lags behind the global average. The relationship between exports and GDP in the whole Mercosur area is about 15%. That is half of the average relationship in the world. So Mercosur needs some agreements with the rest of the uh, world's economy and the European Union is the uh, low-hanging fruit. It's very near to be got, so it would be re very relevant to get the agreement between both regions. Many leaders remain hopeful an agreement can be reached by the end of the year, but the question remains whether Mercosur can agree its own position when it comes to international trade. That's Chill Richards in Argentina. Before we go, here's a recap of the top stories. United Nations nuclear watchdog chief Rafael Grossi is in Japan to present findings after reviewing the country's plan to release nuclear wastewater into the sea. At least 10 Palestinians have been killed and about 50 others have been injured as Israel launched drone strikes in the West Bank city of Jenin. And mayors in France have held anti-riot rallies calling for an end to the unrest in the country amid signs of de-escalation in violence. And that concludes this edition of The Top Story, a podcast that brings you world headlines every weekday. For more news in politics, business, sports and culture, you can subscribe to The Beijing Hour, a one-hour news magazine program. We welcome and appreciate all ratings and reviews. I'm Qi Zhi. Thank you for listening.